Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Midwife Life. Today is going to be more of a basic kind of educational podcast um, just on reasons why you would call the birth unit for help. Um, So before I begin this podcast, I do want to do a disclaimer that Look, if you do have any issues, always call the birth unit. But this is just a general um, idea of when you would call the birth unit and kind of like why we see certain certain things as risky. So, yeah, if you're interested in that, take a listen after the intro. So I find that working in a birth unit that a lot of people call a lot of the time with lots of questions and that's completely fine. I totally get it. Sometimes when you're pregnant, you second guess like, "Mm, is this normal? Is that normal? And sometimes it's good to just call the birth unit, have a chat with a midwife and yeah, just be 100% sure that what you're going through is normal. And um For anyone listening that's pregnant, I still want you to do that. If you have worries and concerns, go with your gut feeling and definitely seek medical advice if you're worried about anything. Um, But these are just some of the main reasons we would tell you to call and why. Oh, my goodness. Frankie, cut it out. Sorry, everyone. My little pooch is here. Say hi, Franks. Oh, oh, yep. Hello. And he's just biting the end of my bed, so he's being very naughty aren't you? You know, seven months down the track and this dog is still hypo. Please help me. I take him for walks twice a day, but he still has way too much energy. So I'll try to get him to calm down. But if you hear anything wagging his tail, biting or barking, I promise you it's not me. It's the dog. Anyway, go sit over there, Frankie. Go on. Over there. Anyway. Back to what I was talking about. So reasons you would call the birth unit number one. Okay, so number one is decreased fetal movements or changed movements. So pretty much when you're pregnant and you start to feel your baby moving, um, every baby is a little bit different and different pregnancies might feel different with movements. But essentially... Once you start feeling the movements quite well, your baby should start doing a pattern. So for example, your baby might move more in the morning or might move more at night or you might find your baby moves more when you're just eating a meal. So whatever it is, um, try to determine what your baby's pattern is um, to kind of figure out what feels normal for you. And if the pattern slows down, decreases, then that is of concern to us um, and we always want you to call and get checked. Um, better safe than sorry because if baby's movements are low, obviously that increases the risk of having a stillborn and things like that, um, which sounds very dramatic, but you can't ever take those things lightly. So if you're not feeling the movements or they've decreased, always get a check. Um, normally you just come in and we monitor the baby with something called a CTG. Um, so it's like an ultrasound that goes in your tummy with some bands and it forms a pattern on a piece of paper that we have a look at and 
Also, we give you a button to press um, when you feel the baby's movements and we don't take it off until you feel reassured and until us as the health professionals are reassured that the baby's looking good. Um, so, yeah, always get it checked. Um, no matter what people say, I feel like back in the day people didn't worry about the movements as much, but definitely in this day and age we know that the mother's perception of movements is so important. Um, and if you have several times where you're not feeling the movements and you're close to full term, um, you're often offered an induction because obviously we don't want any risk of stillborn or things like that. So, oh, Frankie. So, yeah, number one, as I said, always monitor, always call if you have decreased fetal movements. Okay, number two is always call us if you think your membranes have ruptured. Um, in more layman's terms, that means if your waters break. Um, so pretty much if you feel like a sudden gush come out, sometimes your water's breaking can... Oh, he is being so naughty. Oh, give me a minute. Apologies, that was Frankie. He was just eating something he shouldn't have. Seriously, a dog's like a quarter of a child or something because they are a handful. Um, but anyway, so if your waters break, that is of concern. Um, well, not necessarily of concern, but it's something that we like to confirm as a midwife, especially if your waters break when you're preterm um, because you have a higher chance of going into preterm labor if that happens. Um, so what you want to do is when your waters break, um, as I was going to say, it's not necessarily like a big movie gush and you go into labor straight away. Sometimes it might take some time to get into labor. Um, so what we like to do is bring you in for an assessment. We like to assess the color of the lycor coming out. So, you know, normally we like it to be pretty much clear or maybe a tad pink is okay. Um, but if it's blood stained or it's green, um, that means the baby has pooed inside the stomach. So it's very important you come and get it checked because we need to know that it's normal and monitor your baby to check that baby's happy with the waters being broken. Um, yeah, um, so pretty much you come in, you get a quick assessment, make sure you're wearing a pad so we can see the fluid that's coming out. And if you haven't gone into labor by a certain time, um, then we generally offer an induction of labor, which um, for anyone that doesn't know, that's when you pretty much give a hormone drip to induce the labor. Um, and that's because once the waters have broken, um, if you just keep prolonging it, then there is a higher risk of infection as, you know, the membranes are ruptured and things can go up to your baby and yeah, high risk of infection. Oh, sorry, Frankie's so naughty. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Call us if your waters break. Okay, moving on. Okay, number three is vaginal bleeding. Um, so throughout your whole pregnancy, like, vaginal bleeding is considered abnormal. We don't want to see fresh period-like blood coming out from your vagina um, and because that can be risky for baby. Essentially, 
If you're bleeding and it's like a fresh period blood, our concern is that that blood is coming from, so pretty much your placenta is implanted into your uterus, okay? And that's flowing blood back and forth, keeping your baby healthy and alive. And if there's blood coming out, then we're concerned, where is that blood coming from? Like, is that blood coming from the placenta is the placenta starting to come off the wall um and in that case that is very life-threatening to your baby so that is why vaginal bleeding is a massive concern to us um of course sometimes the bleeding can come more from the outside of the cervix um or from like lumps can develop called ectropians and they can bleed as well um, but until you come in and get a checkup and we can do a speculum and actually see what's going on, we can't confirm where the bleeding is coming from. So that's why it's so dangerous if you don't get that checked. Um, when you have intercourse, like if like the essentially if the penis starts tapping on the cervix, sometimes that can make the vessels bleed a little bit. Um, so look, it could just be from that. Um, but definitely nothing to sit on. Always important to go get it checked um, because, yeah, you'll never forgive yourself if it's coming from the placenta and babies being harmed. And the only reason you're going to know that is if you come in and get an assessment with us. So always call the birth unit if that's happening, pop a pad on, come straight in, and, yeah, we'll check everything is safe. Okay, number four. Um, I feel like this is probably the most obvious one, but you would definitely call the birth unit if you think you're in active labor. Um, I think it's just a nice courtesy thing to give us a call and tell us you're coming in. Um, you know, if you're in labor and it's all dramatic and you need to come in, no problem. But we do appreciate when you give us a call so we can get your paperwork ready, make sure there's a room set up for you. Um, and so we can kind of look you up on the computer and you know, know if you have any risk factors and things like that so we can be ready. Um, so pretty much for anyone that is not sure what active labor is, if you're having three to four contractions within a 10-minute period, they're lasting approximately a minute and they're strong in tone, you're very distressed and they're, you know, regular pattern, that's when you're probably getting into labor. Um, so, yeah, if you think that you're getting into that stage, um, give us a call and let us know and yeah if you're definitely not coping with pain at home and things like that come on in and we will see you in the birth unit okay so number five um, this is a little bit more general but sometimes later in the pregnancy like you can develop high blood pressure and things like that so if you're feeling um, if you already have high blood pressure or you have gestational diabetes and you know you're at risk of high blood pressure then it's important to give us a call if you're feeling um you know a headache if you've got it or anyone if you've got a persistent headache that is not going away after taking panadol that is considered abnormal um if you have along with that if you have epigastric pain um swelling of your legs that doesn't go away overnight um and you know blurred vision in your eyes, all these kind of things, then it's important to give us a call and get a checkup. Um, this is because, like I said, it could indicate that you're developing high blood pressure um, and that can be harmful to yourself and to your baby, so you need to always get that checked. Um, 
Obviously, when you go to your clinic appointments, they are monitoring your blood pressure every time you go in. Um, so you should have a kind of an idea if you have blood pressure issues or not. But still, if you're feeling these symptoms, blood pressure can develop later in the pregnancy. So always good to come in and get checked. Um, so, you know, we'll monitor your baby, obviously check your blood pressure. Sometimes if it's high blood pressure, we'll do a blood test and check your urine because um, that can indicate to us if you do have issues with high blood pressure and if you need to be medicated. Um, so, yeah, if you have any of those symptoms, give us a call. Number six is kind of on the same wavelength of that. Um, if you have gestational diabetes, um, you should be monitoring your sugars and recording them down. So if you're having heaps of like what we call hypos, low, where your like blood sugars are really, really low, um, then it's important to give us a call because that can affect your baby. Um, and on the opposite spectrum, if your blood, if your blood sugar levels are really high, um, and you can't control it very well, then definitely give us a call and come in. Um, you never know, like if you can't control it with the, you know, if you're on diet or if you're taking an insulin, you might need to come in and be admitted and we change your insulin regime or something like that. So, you know, if you can't control it at home yourself, like never just sit on that. Always come in and get checked because, you know, it's for the safety of yourself and your baby. So, yeah, if you're too high or too low, give us a call, y'all. Number seven is give us a call if you have abdominal pain. Um, so, look, obviously labor, you could consider an abdominal pain because people feel it in different ways. Um, but definitely in preterm labor, it's more of a subtle abdominal pain that a lot of women describe. Um, so, yeah, definitely if you're especially preterm, like give us a call if you have abdominal pain and get that checked. As although that might seem normal, it can actually mean that you could be going into preterm labor, which is obviously very dangerous. So give us a call and get that checked and take some Panadol to hopefully ease any kind of abdominal pain you're having. But yep, give us a call. Number eight, which I feel like is a very prevalent thing at the moment. I'll get Frankie to give us a drum roll. little drum roll with the pause there, is give us a call if you find out you are pregnant and COVID positive. Um, wow, I made that sound like a very chirpy thing, but it is a very serious thing. So if you do a rapid antigen test or a PCR test and it comes back COVID positive, then definitely make sure you give us a call because... Um, you know, unfortunately, like there's going to be a whole different way we treat you and things like that. So every hospital is a little bit different. I'm not sure. Like call your healthcare provider and check what happens when you're COVID positive because every every single hospital is a little bit different. Um, obviously, if you're positive, you're just like everyone else and expected to isolate. Um, so that isolation period is generally, you know, two weeks, I believe. Um, but you know, that's changing all the time. So don't quote me on that. Um, you'll generally get a doctor that gives you a call and does checkups with you, um, over the phone or through something like telehealth. Um, 
And yeah, you'll only come into the hospital if you really need to. Um, when you do come into the hospital, generally you will be in your own room and uh, we will be using PPE when we come and see you and do checks. Um, so that involves us wearing the gown, the gloves, we wear eye goggles, face mask, face shield, hair net. So it's, you know, we're wearing a lot of PPE to protect ourselves as we need to keep everyone safe in the ward so we don't want to get COVID and then pass it on to the next person. So that is pretty much the situation. Um, sometimes some hospitals allow partners to come in and others don't. Um, that is because they are considered a close contact and when they do come in, if they're in the room with you, they can't just keep walking in and out. They need to stay in the room with you um, until they go home and we will organise transport for them to go home or literally escort them to their car and make sure they're going home because um, we don't want to spread any more COVID around society and we need to be safe. Um, yeah, so call us if you're COVID positive and ask your hospital what their procedures are and what to do next because it's very important to make sure you're keeping up to date and keeping you and your baby safe. Okay, number nine. Um, look, not really a reason to call, but I just pretty much want to end this podcast saying if there's anything I've missed or you have any concerns in your pregnancy that something doesn't feel right and it feels abnormal, Say, for example, you've got extensive vomiting or diarrhea or you're spiking temperatures or, you know, there's so many things that can be abnormal with our health. So this is just a very general conversation of when to call. And obviously, if you feel like something is not right, call the birth unit and get checked. Um, sometimes we might advise you to go to your GP or to go to the emergency department. It just depends on what you're telling us on the phone. Um, but yeah. If you have concerns, give us a call. We'll do a phone assessment and we'll guide you in the right direction. Um, as we are aware, like a lot of people having, especially their first baby, you've never been pregnant before, so you might not know what's meant to be normal and what's not. And hey, that's why we are here to help you. So yeah, I hope that this advice has helped somewhere, someone out there um, to have a bit more clarity on when it's appropriate to give us a call. Um, if you are enjoying the podcast, please follow me on midwife life underscore podcast on Instagram. And yeah, if you could share the content out there, that would be great just to get the name out, get a few more people listening. Um, hope you're having a really good day and until next time, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye.